You're listening to the Filthy Fantasy Football Show. show show that's not afraid to say fuck as always it's your host king josh josh the king and big rome what's going on y'all so sunday happened and monday happened mm. a lot mm. of football some more injuries some uh some stuff you expect some stuff you don't expect like uh dalvin cook is very good at football i mean good lord good lord is he <laughs> kyler murray is good at football He's so fat. He's so little, but he's just, he's so much fun to watch. You know what's funny? Man. When he was drafted last year, I did not buy into his hype at all. Because, I mean, I know he was good in college, and I was like, dude, this little fucking guy, he's going to get crushed. But then, you know, the fact that he was like the number, he was a top, he was number six quarterback last year, and he's the number two quarterback right now. I'm like, oh, maybe dude, I was wrong. He's, he's, I wasn't sure because of his height. Yeah. I, I, you know, in college, that works. But, you know, talk about just the perfect storm. You go in with Kingsbury, who's that type of, you know, spread it out, use your speed, and use your arm strength. I mean, the guy was a shortstop. He could definitely chuck it. I mean, he, he's got an arm on him, and he can run. Let's yeah, the, get outside the pocket and make it happen. The fact that he's like five foot three, you know, it had me concerned. Cause I was like, he's so little, though. Yeah, he's he's a tiny boy, that's for sure. He looks like someone's kid out on the field. <laughs> yeah. But, yes, yeah, so I guess we'll just dive right into our, our studs and duds of the week. So your top five quarterbacks on the week, Kyler Murray. Josh Allen, we both called it. We said it was going to be a bounce-back game, and goddamn, mm. he looked good with 415, three touchdowns, um, 14 yards rushing. But he had a rushing touchdown, which is two. Oh, and I'll say, Kyler Murray, you know, the, the passing yardage is what always – it's kind of confusing because he was 21 of 26 for – 283 with three touchdowns, but you got to love the 11 carries for 106 yards and another touchdown. Yeah. Well, it's funny. If, okay, if you have a quarterback for fantasy and you're like, hey, he's going to throw for 283 and three touchdowns, you're like, hell yeah, that's a good game. And then if you said, hey, here's your running back for fantasy, <laughs> he's going to run for 106 and a touchdown, you're like, hell yeah. But yeah. if you get this from – that's why we always <clears throat> say the running quarterback's the cheat code because you Absolutely. basically got – Quarterback one numbers and running back one numbers from one player. Yep. Yep. Pat- Patrick Mahomes looked outstanding. Uh, you know, throwing for three seventy two and four touchdowns. Aaron Rodgers, goddamn, Mister Chapass himself, three hundred and five with four. Then surprisingly, Drew Locke came in at, at quarterback five with three hundred thirteen yards, two touchdowns, seven carries for forty seven and a touchdown in a game where the Chargers just can't seem to fucking get a break. I'm sorry, the Falcons. Yeah. They played the, the Falcons. Fa- yeah, the Falcons. They, sorry, and the talk Char- about almost screwing it up. The Falcons. Oh, God. They, why do they give every, all their fans heart attacks yeah. every week? They can't just finish a game out ever. But anyways, to keep touching on Drew Locke here, that's two weeks in a row that he's put up, like, top five numbers, yeah. I believe. Well, he, you know, threw for three touchdowns last week, threw for two this week, and ran for one. Yeah. I mean – the, the the offense, man. Could you imagine if they had Cortland Sutton available? Ugh. I mean, uh, it'd be awesome. 
you and know, Hamler really being kind of not injured. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, then you got your dud quarterbacks, Tom Brady. Absolute. You know, if if I would have switched the teams around and said that the Carolina, I'm sorry, the the New England, how is it that the New England Jets game was way more exciting than the Saints Tampa Bay game? <laughs> I have, I have no that idea. That really pissed me off because you know what we talked about before we started recording. You know, the only game I really get to watch right now because of my work schedule is I can watch the Sunday night game, and I was so excited because I was like, finally, I can watch a football game. Two, two first ballot Hall of Fame quarterbacks, you know, two powerful offenses, and that piece of shit happened and just really pissed me <laughs> off. And then I did catch the Monday night game, and how is it the Monday night game with two garbage dumpster fire teams was actually kind of entertaining, but, you know. Yeah. But, uh, but Tom Brady, you know, 209 yards and three picks. You know, we kind of said that Anto- there was a chance that Antonio Brown was going to fuck that offense up, and it might have. I I don't want to buy. I I can't do that yet. I can't blame that on him. Or is it is it that the Saints defense is actually that good? I don't know. Like I really don't know what happened. I I honestly believe it kind of has a lot to do with Mike Evans getting absolutely shut down every single time he faces Marky Mark Marshawn Lattimore. Lattimore definitely has his number. And Lattimore's not even that good. Like, he's just not that good, but he's got his number. And when you can't stretch the field with Evans, that's his whole gig. That's what he does. Man. But the, oh. fact, but the fact that – okay, this is the sad part for our, our dud quarterbacks. Now, Taysom Hill, who is like the backup quarterback gadget player, he scored more fantasy points than Phillip Rivers, Kyle Allen, who broke his fucking ankle, and Tom Brady. You know, yeah. so it's just, but you know, uh, Lamar Jackson had a shitty game, 19 of 23 for 170, 13 carries for 58 yards and a touchdown, which is what you like. But my, the huge red circle there is the 19 passes, you know, for 170 yards. I mean, they're just not, yeah. I mean, this <laughs> is a, that, that listen, I watched a lot of this game. Indianapolis, his defense is so good. They are so damn good. I, I refuse to underestimate them again. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, uh, Matt Stafford, we thought he'd have a good game, but, you know, he ended up getting he, he ended up getting uh, called for concussion during the games. So that kind of fucked his day up. Mm. You know, f- just weird, weird, weird quarterback play. Um, moving on, we got the running back studs, or should we say the Dalvin Cooks? God damn, Dalvin Cook. 22 carries, 206 yards, two touchdowns, and two catches for 46 yards. Had him the number one running back again. I mean, oh, and then just as the Lord giveth, the Lord taketh away. Christian McCaffrey. I mean, welcome back to the NFL with 18 for 69, a touchdown, 10 catches for 82 and a touchdown. But then that motherfucker got hurt right at the end of the game. And now they're saying that he could miss extended time again. But this is this is the insane part. He's only played in three football games, and he's the running back twenty-five. There yeah. has been nine weeks of football. He has missed one whole third of the season. I mean, I'm sorry, two thirds of the season, and he's still the running back twenty-five. I mean, I, I can't explain. I mean, I guess you can. The guy is so fucking good. We, this is why he was the consensus number one, and it really wasn't even close. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, then I mean, like, he shows it right here other than being, you know, but then losing look, him again. It's just not fair. If you look at the point discrepancy between Cook and McCaffrey with the one and two with only a two-point difference, and then, you know, Kamara and James Robinson, who actually tied for the week in terms of points, they scored less than half of what Cook and McCaffrey did. So, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, th- this was a weird week for running backs, though. I mean, Kamara had a decent fantasy day, nine carries for 40 yards and a touchdown, five catches for nine yards. James Robinson, 25 carries for 99 and a touchdown. You know, Jarek McKinnon was the number five running back on the week with mm-hmm. 12 carries, 52 and a touchdown, three catches for 16. But then, you know, Rex Burkhead last night, you know, he was he was the running back six with 12 for 56 and a touchdown and three catches for 11 yards. And, I mean, I don't know who else watched that game, but God, he was like juking all over the field. Like it was a goddamn Madden game. He's like out in the open field doing spin moves and shit like that. Like, what are you doing, Burkhead? But, you know, Duke Johnson was the top ten. Wayne Gallman was number eight. Josh Jacobs came in at ten. Todd Gurley. I'm Todd Gurley. I'm sorry. Josh Jacobs at nine. Todd Gurley at ten. Ryan Nall at eleven. I mean, so it's just weird, weird week for running backs. Um, you know, you got your duds, uh, Zeke. Who was serviceable, you know, 18 carries for 51 yards, two catches for 18 yards. But, I mean, you know, definitely not what you're expecting yeah. from, from your stud running back. Um, although, especially in a game where you <clears throat> he may or may not play. Um, yeah, yeah. I would say another another dud, Derrick Henry. You know, you're expecting a, at least a, more than six points, yeah. seven points. Yeah, that really fucked you up. Chase Edmonds. You know, with, with just a little over ten points, with uh, was he had seventy rushing yards and three catches for eighteen. You know, you expect. And I, yeah, and I would go ahead and say J.K. Dobbins. Yeah, I mean, I, people were kind of expecting him to turn the corner and take over the backfield, and well, he did not. Mm-hmm. Um, wide wide receiver studs. You know, you got your. Ricky Richie James, you know, wide receiver one on the week, but again, don't don't buy the hype. Uh, Devonte Adams, an absolute monster. Tyreek Hill, you know, nine for one thirteen and two touchdowns. Jacoby Myers, you know, coming in at four, twelve for one sixty nine. I mean, I know he's had a couple good weeks. Um, I mean, you know, th- three weeks ago against San Francisco, four for sixty. Then last week against Buffalo, six for fifty eight. I mean, which are serviceable numbers, but you know this one. I, you know, I'll say it right now. I, I don't buy the Jacoby Myers hype. Um, no, especially because ne- especially next week, you know, taking on Baltimore. You know, then I mean, they take on Houston, which you can pass on them. So, you know, he he might be a flyer stream, but I mean, I just I don't like the New England offense right now. Um, DJ Tark had a great game with Jake Jacob Luton. Um, you know, seven for one forty-six in the touchdown. Although one of it was a seventy-yard touchdown, seventy-three-yard touchdown. So I mean, you you take that away, but fuck it, it it still happened. Yeah. Uh, Brashad Perriman five for one one and two touchdowns. That was surprising. So I mean, I, I guess it really helped when um, Gilmore, whoever the fuck that defensive corner, Gilmore. Oh yeah, Gil- yeah Gilmore. Yeah, so you know he's out. So that that kind of fucks it up. Curtis Samuel. Nine for 105 and a touchdown. Curtis Samuel, you know, low key. I mean, this guy, last three weeks, he's been looking really good. You know, six for 48 two weeks ago. 
four for 31 in a touchdown last week, and then nine for 105 in a touchdown this week. So, I mean, Curtis Samuel, hey, getting it done. Yeah. Jerry Judy, seven for 125 in a touchdown. I love Jerry Judy, and I, I, I expected a big game from him anyways taking on Atlanta. Um, Keenan Allen, doesn't surprise you, nine for 103 in a touchdown. Scary Terry, seven for 115. Terry, you know, Terry McLaurin, I think he's quarterback proof. That's that's just how good this guy is. Yeah, I mean, he's he's got a he's boomer bust, right? But he's been way more boom this year to almost be considered pretty. I mean, he's just solid. He's the he wide gets receiver. a lot of targets, man. He's the wide receiver twelve on the year right now. I mean, this guy's been outstanding despite shitty quarterback play, or at least having a shitty quarterback. Uh, DK Metcalf seven for one hundred eight and a touchdown. Christian Kirk still getting it done. Five for 123 in a touchdown. Juju Smith-Schuster showed up. Six for 93 in a touchdown. You know what? I will say that Dallas game. Fuck. What the hell happened, Pittsburgh? I, <laughs> I was uh, I actually started doing other things in the middle of the for our second games. And then I kind of came back to it and went, you know, expecting just to see Pittsburgh just murdering. Just literally murdering them. No, I came back and Dallas was winning, and I was like, "Wait a minute, what the hell is going on here? How are they winning with who was their quarterback this week? Uh, what was his name? Garrett Gilbert, some shit Garrett like that. Gilbert, and looking like a stud out there. The only one who wasn't doing anything. You know, it was it was still an ugly fantasy day though. Oh yeah, let's be honest. Um, Unless you had Zerlin, Zerline. Yeah, yeah. Some of the some of the dud games. You know, for the most part, you know, just about everybody that you expected to be good had a good game. But Mike Evans, you know, four for 64, you're not not loving that. Um, that matchup, I don't know, just really, who knows. Uh, Justin Jefferson, you know, you expected a bigger game from him, three for 64. Michael Thomas, five for 51. Uh, let's see. I don't, I don't know. Tyler Lockett, four for 40. So the last couple of weeks for Tyler Lockett, you're not liking that. You know, four for forty last week. Four for thirty-three. I mean, you said Thielen. Did you say Thielen yet or no? Because he had a, just uh, yeah, I'm a terrible getting, game. I'm, I'm scrolling down. He's two for thirty-eight. You know, Hollywood Hollywood Brown three for thirty-eight. But you know, I told I, I'm like I've said it before. I don't I don't like Hollywood Brown. Like you could offer him to me in a trade, and I wouldn't take it at all. I'm not interested. Chris Godwin three for forty-one with that broken finger. You know, Antonio. You know DeAndre Hopkins. He actually had a shitty game, three for thirty. Yeah, yeah, he got shut down pretty bad. Antonio Brown, three for thirty-one. Uh, DJ Moore had a bad game, uh, two for eighteen. So you you, you don't like that. Um, I mean, I don't know. It's really about it. No one else really I'm yeah. seeing here. Uh, tight end studs. Travis Kelsey, not surprising. 10 for 150. Goddamn Travis Kelsey, so good. I mean, dude, he made 10 catches? Yeah. <laughs> PPR, he, like, this is just, that's incredible. Yeah, and it's crazy because he's so fucking big. Yeah. He's, like, if he caught a touchdown, this would have gotten out of hand. Dude, he's like 6'5", like 300 pounds, and he just, and he moves like a fucking, you know, just what an athlete. Jimmy Graham found the end zone again, 6 for 55 and a touchdown. Evan Angram, 5 for 48 and a touchdown. Irv Smith, 2 for 10 with two touchdowns. But, hey, that's – fuck it, you know. 
uh, TJ Hawkinson, five for 39 and a touchdown. Darren Waller, five for 22 and a touchdown. Um, Hayden Hurst had a decent tight end game, seven for 62. Um, Duds, I don't know, everyone else. Yeah, all just even the guys we just mentioned, Duds. <laughs> Mark Andrews, three for 22. You know what's funny? Mark Andrews, if he was a wide receiver, you wouldn't even roster him. It's because since the tight end landscape is so gross, you have to pick up somebody. But just, I'm not, I, I don't know, just not not a fan of, I, I just don't like the Baltimore offense this year. They're just garbage. Yeah, they're, that's not what everybody was expecting. No, de- definitely not. Um, so I guess I'll do it for the studs and duds of the week. Um, so we're going to go ahead and take a look at some news. Then after that, we're going to, give you guys some people to look out for on your waiver wire starting off LaMichael P Ryan ESPN's Rich Chimini Samini whatever the fuck his name is reports that LaMichael P Ryan is going to be the featured back over the remainder of the season which he should have been in the first place once they got rid of Le'Veon Bell but they want to determine if he's going to be a future RB1 um I don't know what Adam Gase like god does like Frank Gore have like pictures of him looking at child porn or something like I, I mean <laughs> not that Frank Gore you know obviously a hall of fame running back but what the fuck he's he's 37 years old like you drafted lamichael p ryan fairly early don't you want to see what you have in him i mean you'd think this man i don't know adam gase if you want a man to tank but not make it look too obvious they'll lose by last second field goal to new england i mean he's your guy i guess or get blown the fuck out week to week like they've been doing also. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Um, let's see. Moving on. We got... Uh, oh, Roger Goodell. He says the NFL will expand the 2020 postseason from 14 to 16 teams if meaningful games are canceled because of COVID-19. So, huh. I guess interesting to just kind of update the playoffs right now. In like the set, in the halfway point of the season, yeah. Uh, T. Y. Hilton practicing in full for week ten, but no one cares because I mean I don't know how yeah, you can play him. Yeah, you couldn't. Uh, Sam Darnold, he says that his shoulder's feeling better and he's hoping to return after the week ten New York Jets buy. Again, I mean, unless you're in a two quarterback league or something, you're probably not too thrilled about that. But hey, good news for him. You know what? I actually. I will say this. If you look at all the players that are really good when they get away from Adam Gaze, you know, you might want to pick up Sam Darnold in like a dynasty league and see where he ends up because when they trade him to New England or I I actually heard rumors that the Colts might take on Sam Darnold because then Darnold can sit behind Phillip Rivers for another year or so and learn Mm. how to throw interceptions like a pro. And then he's uh, so good. You know what? Darnold's a good quarterback. And, you know, if you put him – that's you know I'm kind of like uh, I'm surprised that teams have just flat out given up on Josh Rosen, because not that I give a shit about him, but he was pretty good in college. He had this he has the tools to be a good NFL quarterback, but For I sure. mean they just but no one gave a shit I guess. For sure, like and, I mean he was really good on a ter- on really not a very good team. UCLA was not a good football team when he was there. They were just sort of meandering in in the nothingness yeah but, but he, you know i was fully expecting when he got drafted to come in and be the guy like i really thought he would 
be the guy who it was uh, Arizona that yeah. took the shot on him. Yeah, at ten overall. Yeah, within a year or two years, he was moved off no, and then the, moved off of another team. It's the, like Jesus. His, his first season, he had a bad year and he was behind whoever the fuck the quarterback was. Was it Carson Palmer still? I don't fucking remember. But he no. he uh, he got benched during his rookie year. Then literally the following season was traded to Miami and then cut, and now he's not even on the active roster. He is on the practice squad of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Wow. You mean to tell me that they no one's interested in that man? He has the talent, you know, just he's just in a bad situation. But that's besides. Anyways, moving you on. You know, and again, but again, maybe it's attitude. He did, you know, he he there's been a lot of like talk that he's just a fucking prick. Yeah. And and I can see that, but all right, moving on, Ben Roethlisberger on the plane ride home from Dallas, he was sitting next to Vance McDonald who has tested positive for COVID-19, so now Ben Roethlisberger is on the COVID-19 herpes list. So, that is definitely something you're going to want to keep an eye on if which sucks cuz Ben had a, you know, he had a decent he actually had a really good fantasy day against Dallas and now he has a matchup against Cincinnati, which is a good I you know, me personally I was going to play him in our money league, but now I'm I might have to pivot. So, just he'll be keep fine. An eye on. He'll he'll play. That's true. I mean, he can survive two rape charges. He can survive yeah. he can survive COVID herpes. Come on. It's all good. Uh, Baker Mayfield, he has been activated from the herpes COVID-19 list, so there's a chance that he plays. Um, I actually think he might have a good matchup against uh, Houston this upcoming week, but we'll see. Um, let's see, moving on. Cam, Newton, like, says uh, he, Cam Newton says look- he has a sore neck after last night's game, but I do too from vomiting. Yeah. Just yeah, after the Sunday night game. Oh, God. Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah, it looks like Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, underwent surgery and is expected to be fully ready in 2021. So that's good news. Yeah, that is good news. Yeah. He probably won't be a Brown, though. But no. who knows? Maybe. You know Maybe. what? I, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing him. I think he needs a change of scenery. Like, could you imagine if, like, if he went to Green Bay? Oh, my God. Or... Fuck it, he'll end up on Tampa Bay as well and just fuck up, like, you know, I don't know. But, I mean, I just, I feel like if, if you know, because he was doing so well in New York and then he got into it with too many people over there, so they moved on to him. And, you know, where do you send players for their careers to die? You send them either to, well, it used to be Buffalo, or you send them to Cleveland. So send them to Cleveland. Had some success last year, but just as a whole, but just never really had quite. Yeah, I mean. He had a thousand yards. He had a thousand yards, but only four touchdowns. Mm-hmm. You know, he hasn't had double digit touchdowns since two thousand and sixteen. Yeah. When he lit the like remember when he lit the world on fire when he was a rookie? Oh you know, God. Just, and I was like, Holy yeah. shit, this is like the best goddamn wide receiver I've seen in a very long time. And he and he really, really I mean, if you just look at the numbers alone. I mean, 1,300 yards, 1,400 yards, 1,300 yards, 12, 13, and 10 touchdowns, hovering right around 90 to 100 catches, and well into the 130, 150, and 160 targets. Mm -hmm. 
for the Giants. I mean, he was the offense. And then he tore, and then he got hurt in the seventeen. I forget what it was. Was it? A, did he tear his knee up? Either his knee or his back, or so. so I don't remember. He had, something did happen to him though. Because he only played four games and had three hundred and two yards in those four games, which is pretty pretty good. And, and three touchdowns. And then the next year with the Giants had a thousand yards, six touchdowns, decent. And then they shipped him off to Cleveland, where he had another thousand yard year. And then this year, you know, again, this year was just, it was bad. This year was bad. Right, only was, three, only 319 yards in seven games. Mm-hmm. Three touchdowns. You know, he put games together, but just, I don't know, man. I'm hoping that he comes back and they and they move off of him to a team that just throws the ball. Yeah. You know, he put anybody a, that runs, it's like, he, he, he ain't going to be out there blocking. No. <laughs> Come on. Uh, moving on from that, we got uh, Jair Alexander, superstar cornerback, has been in the league's concussion protocol. So, you know, hey, fire up Jacksonville Jaguars. if Because, uh, you know, you can't pass on Jair. You can pass on the other guys. But if Jair's out, I mean, this sh- this game could be a huge shootout. Yeah. But, unfortunately, your boy LaVisca Chenault, he has a chance to suit up for Week 10 against the Panthers. Packers because of the hamstring injury. Um, let's hope he I, – I like him, so I, I hope he can come back healthy. I, I like him too, except for the fact that every time I've started him this year, he just doesn't get it done. It was the wrong week. Yeah. I, he's. It's like a weird thing. I'll tell everybody if I'm going to start him. So I might start him this week if he's back, so everybody else fade him a little yeah, bit. So, so don't play him this he week. He won't be good. Uh, Cardinals coach Cliff Kingsbury says Kenyon Drake is still day-to-day. I don't think he's going to play in week 10. Um, I mean, who knows? The sad one, though, is Christian McCaffrey. Uh, yeah. He's, he is stated as day-to-day. But uh, Rap, Rappaport literally said after the Sunday game said that his status is very much in doubt for week 10. Because so, you know, he got his shoulder pretty much banged up. And he was in... From from what I've seen online and stuff, because I didn't watch the game happen, you know, he looked like he was in actual pain as it was happening. So, so that that's sad. Uh, Washington football team quarterback Kyle Allen, he will undergo season-ending ankle surgery because he dislocated his ankle, and that shit looked disgusting. Because mm. I actually saw that on Instagram, and it made me sad because I wish I didn't <laughs> see it. <laughs> Uh, Jaguars coach Doug Maroney says Jake Luton is likely to start again in week 10 against the Packers because Gardner Minshew's thumb is still all jacked up. Plus, Luton didn't look half bad. Um, no, he looked all right. Yeah, I mean, in his uh, career debut, I guess, you know, threw for 304 yards with a touchdown. You know, you don't hate that. So, I don't know. I, 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 something to keep an eye on. Um Colts coach Frank Reich says he still has a level of confidence in Jonathan Taylor, but the stat line says otherwise. You know, Jordan Wilkins seems to be the running back to own in Indianapolis right now, it seems. I mean, I know Taylor got the one-yard touchdown run against Baltimore, but Jordan Wilkins, he's out-snapped Taylor 62-47 to and out-touched him 34-21 to in the last two games. Um, Yikes. Which sucks because Taylor has such a good matchup coming up. He's got the Titans twice, the Packers, the Texans twice, and the Raiders. But 
I'm just hoping they. I don't know, because I have Taylor in a league, so I really need him to figure that shit out. Uh, your boy Nick Chubb, he's going to return to practice this week. So Woo-woo. I would love to see him back because their offense has been doing pretty well, and Nick Chubb's a great running back. So to, to see, you know, I, I, I just hope to see him back and healthy. That'd be nice. It would be, um, be super-duper swell. Yeah. Looks like uh, Takerist McKinley got waived by the Falcons. Yeah. Uh, he was a defen- a pretty good damn defensive Tack, Tack end. Tack McKinley's a good player. Uh, I know he came out on social media and started talking shit about the organization. And I guess that didn't sit well. They said, well, kick rocks. <laughs> we could have gotten a second-round pick for you. We turned it down. So I guess we all look stupid in this, don't we? Yeah, you cut. As, as the Falcons are. Falcon, God damn. What a, you, you know what's funny? Because... You know, they get to the Super Bowl and have that epic meltdown. And now they're just like a absolute dumpster fire again. I mean, they just they melt down every week it seems. It's Everything just, will go good and then all of a sudden at the in the fourth quarter they say, hmm. They just see Brady's out there, I guess. I don't yeah, know. You know what's funny? I, I saw a great meme the other day. And it was a picture of uh Larry Fitzgerald shaking hands with Julio Jones and it says like, Hey, how's your wasted career going? <laughs> I was like, damn, that shit's true. Damn, that's rough. Yep. Um, looks like that's just about it for news, unless you see something else that I missed. Uh, did you talk about Richard Sherman? He's designated to return from IR to help the uh, absolutely depleted San Francisco 49ers off or secondary. I didn't bring up that one because you're the only 49ers fan that I know. Yeah, well, <laughs> saved it for me then. There it is. Sure. Richard Sherman back, I think, for the first time this season. I don't even know if he played. I think this happened in, like, preseason, which didn't happen. I don't know, man. I I don't even know if this makes a difference. I think the team is just, I hate to say a lost cause, but it's lost. Yeah, yeah probably. Um. Yeah, so I guess that'll wrap it up for news. So let's – uh. Let's talk some potential waiver pickups you can uh, look into. So I'm going to start it off with Duke Johnson um, because David Johnson got a little banged up in the game uh, just this last week, and uh, he he ended up leaving pretty early with a concussion. So, I mean, if if he's going to miss this game, Duke Johnson's going to definitely be the running back to own because it is very hard to find a running back that has a backfield to himself. Yeah. It it sure is. It um, sure is. JD McKissick, pick this. Okay, let let's clarify. If you're in a standard league, don't pick up JD McKissick because his mm-hmm. rushing stats are poo poo. But if you're in PPR half PPR, then you 100 percent pick up JD McKissick because like here's a discrepancy. In standard scoring, JD McKissick is the running back 50, as in five zero. But in PPR scoring, he's the running back 34. So, I mean, the mm. fact that you can flex this guy every week. I mean, look at last week alone. He had 14 targets, and he went 9 for 65 and just catches. Yeah. I mean, god damn. Yeah. You pick him up immediately. Yeah. Um, let's see. Don't pick up Richie James. That's silly to me. Kurt, Curtis Samuel, um, three great weeks. So, pick him up. I mean, shit. Absolutely. Jump all over that. Um, 
Let's see. We got Mike Davis is the obvious one. Although I will say you shouldn't have dropped him if you did. You, you yeah, that would like have been him. a huge mistake. Yeah, I mean, he he's still currently the running back seven on the year. And now with McCaffrey potentially missing a game or two, you know, the upcoming matchups, you got Tampa Bay, Detroit, and Minnesota coming up. So, I mean, those are all very good matchups for running backs. So, I mean, if Mike Davis happens to be available out there, you pick his bitch ass up. 100%. Um, you know, I will say Dallas Goddard, because tight end is disgusting. He only drew one target. He went one for 15 in his, in his debut. Um. Wait, no, they had the bye week. Never mind. But they've got the Giants. Tight end is gross. Pick his ass up if, if he if he happens to be available because it's possible that someone dropped him for the bye week. Um, Eric Ebron, he scored a touchdown two weeks in a row. So, you know, if he's available, pick him up because, again, tight end's disgusting. Um, who's another? I saw another name that I liked. Uh, is there anyone you can think of? Uh, I mean, I might look into Salvan Ahmad, the running back in Miami. He uh, he kind of stepped in for Gaskin. He was a teammate of his. Didn't didn't run particularly well against Arizona. I, I don't like any. I might like him better than Howard, because Howard again did his normal shit. Last week, where he ran for, let me see here. He ran, uh, oh, 10 times for 19 yards. Oh, my God. And one touchdown. There you go. That's almost rosterable. <laughs> mm. I, I got one. Jordan Wilkins. So, I mean, there's a chance that he isn't available in your league, but if he is, probably pick him up because it looks like he might be the lead back in Indianapolis. Definitely at least worth the, worth a bench spot. Oh, LaMichael P. Ryan. Yeah. Um, if they're going to treat him like an RB1, fuck it. Pick him up. He's probably not rostered in very many leagues anyways. Let's see. Actually, let me look that up. P. Ryan. LaMichael P. Ryan is... He's 34% rostered. So, yeah, I mean, he's probably available out there. So, pick him up. Um, oh, quarterback options. So this week for week 10, you got Atlanta, Kansas City, the Jets, and Dallas as your bye weeks. Um, I will say, so some quarterbacks that I like for week 10. I'll give you one right off the top here that I that I think he he should be rostered for one, but Jared Goff. Would be a nice little stream because I know that he's struggled a bit this year, but against this Seattle defense, oh yeah, this look this is prime for a nice big game. Um, another one you can probably pick up is Tua Tagovailoa. I mean, yeah, taking on the Chargers, they're at home. You know, he threw for two forty eight and two last week. So I mean, bro, he looked kind of good. Yeah, he didn't look bad. You know, so like like week the first week that he was out there it was real sketchy. <laughs> to say the least, sketchy. Mm-hmm. But, uh, man, he, he had some nice zip on the ball. So it's weird because everything he does since he's left-handed is all backwards. Mm-hmm. So most of, you're so used to guys rolling out to the right, and he this fucker's rolling out to the left, and it's throwing defenses off. At least that's what it looked like in Arizona. Yeah, and then, you know, like, 
and as, as much as I hate to say it, Chargers defense isn't very good. Mm-mm. Uh, you you know, Drew Locke might be streamable. You know, he's had two good weeks in a row taking on Las Vegas. You know, that that might not be a bad one. He might be he might be available because he's coming off the bye week. But if Carson Wentz is out there, you know, maybe you can pick him up. They're taking on the Giants, so that's not a bad matchup. Um, that's probably oh, those are some pretty good options right there for your streaming quarterbacks. Yeah. You know, if he's not if if he's healthy enough to play, which he should pass the herpes COVID list. If Big Ben's available, pick him up because they're taking on Cincinnati. That's not a bad matchup either. Um, yeah, I don't know. That, that sounds about right in terms of waiver pickups. Yeah, I, I agree. If the Saints' defense is available, pick them up. They're taking on San Francisco. Oh, oh God! Pick up the Philadelphia defense. They're taking on the Giants. It's not Jesus. a bad, not not a bad matchup. Um, yeah, I don't know. It seems like a pretty good place to stop for the day. Um, we will. Check in with you guys next time. We'll talk about your, was it AFC and NFC matchups and give you our rankings and some more news. Uh, again, thanks for listening, guys. Get us on social medias, FF Football Show on Instagram, at Filthy Show on Twitter. Send us your emails at FilthyFantasyFootballShow at gmail.com. Again, thank you for listening. As always, it's King Josh, Josh the King. And Big Rome. Have a good one, y'all. 